Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G.I. G.G.S. No. Rodri. Is there anything that Lionel Messi is better than you at? It's opinion. I respect your opinion. Maybe in your opinion Messi is better than me. But in my mind, I'm better than him. I do it again. Yes, guys, I'm Sai. Welcome to Ace Podcast Nation. Not quite sure what happened with the intro there, but there we go. Um, welcome to Ace Podcast Nation. Welcome to the home of Rodri Giggs on football, where we talk all things football as much as we can in an hour. And, oh boy, is there some stuff to discuss this week. It's going to be a fun one, as always. Brutally honest opinions, and that's all you can ask for. But some uh, some good technical analysis, analysis from myself as well. And, uh, yeah, Rodri's here too. And uh, I am, as ever, joined by ex-Salford City winger, ex-FC United winger, Bangor City, Aberystwyth Town. <laughs> How are you, my friend? You good? Yeah, good mate. Yeah. Yeah, mate. It's, uh, it's just it's been a it's been a roller coaster week on many fronts. So um, you know, I said we said as we finished the show last week to me, my boys' team was playing. They're yeah. like trying to win the league, and they, um, but they had like six players out on Saturday for the Easter holidays and stuff like that, but they had to play. So they won 3-1, and then my boy got two goals and an assist. It was a feisty game, lots of pushing and shoving and lots of talking. But, um, yeah, he was very good, actually, to be fair. So they're supposed to play tomorrow, and if the team that's in first place wasn't playing tomorrow, so if they'd won tomorrow, then they would have gone top of the league with one game left. And the fucking games have been called off. Mm. Can't believe it. <laughs> so well, we, we play, we play top of the league tomorrow. Um, they have got this is it in my adult game, adult game right at the Darwin. Yeah, we're playing top of the league tomorrow, and they need they've got two games left, and they need one, one win to win the league. No, don't want to let them do it tomorrow, do you? No. Uh, no. Yeah, mate, I'm gut- gut- absolutely gutted that the games are off tomorrow, but the weather's been shocking, to be and fair. It's not so. going to be called off because it's on 3G. Ah, oh, no, no chance. Definitely, no, it's no. definitely on. My young, my young game's going to be called off, Whitelock pitch, so... Yeah, it's no, nothing you can do, mate, when the weather's like it is at the moment. No, Hopefully, before, you just, you've got to get used to it. It happens. It happens. Just gotta pre- I just say to my boy, like, all the time, you just got to prepare every week as if it's on. And then, yeah, you know, it was, it was yeah. off, it was off. Because there's always like, a, it always ends up being like a week or two where you think it's going to be off, and then they end up being on. And I know then, that home pitch is, is quite is quite good. But yeah, yeah. When it's when it's when it's our pitch is called off, then mostly every pitch is going to be called off because our, our pitch is really really good. It holds water pretty well. There was a game on it last night. I was what went? I was there last night watching the game. There was a team down in Scotland that come down that travelling, playing a lot of teams and. Uh, we're playing the under 12, so 
<clears throat> my son's mate, he, he obviously plays for them, so I took him there and had a little watch and yeah, the pitch was fine, but it just constantly rained overnight and today. Just so, kills it, doesn't it? Unfortunately. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's so frustrating. Yeah. But um we can't all be abroad, sunning it in Turkey. I know, mate, isn't it? Wouldn't that be yeah. nice? Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? Nice golf golfing holiday to Portugal would be nice yeah, right about now, wouldn't it? It's on the horizon, that no worry. Yeah, I bet it is. Um, so a little Super Six update. Um, this week's champion was uh, Gwyn Lewis, who got the correct score in first uh, in first four games and scored an impressive twenty game twenty points. Rodri beat me by four points this week, six to two. But I still have a twenty two point lead over him coming back into the air. Uh, the end of the season, I stand triumphantly on three hundred and eighteen. And Rodri's just under 300 on 296. But, uh, you know, 22 points. That's one week. One good week, mate. And, you know, you'll be level. But your form's not been great. Got to up your game, as they say. But well, um, form is temporary. Class is permanent. So well, that's what, in, Indeed, mate. That's why I smashed you to pieces last year as well. But anyway, um, listen, right. It's been a, a roller coaster we need to, week. Need to, people need to read the small print that one. Go yeah, on. It's been a roller coaster week, mate, in the world of football. Lots and <laughs> lots of stuff going on. Um, as always, we'll start with your team, Manchester United. For 30 minutes yesterday, I was like texting you and I was like, wow, here we, this is what they've been waiting for. Martial back, Sabitza actually playing with the proper footballers, and you could see what he could do. And you're thinking they're going to put this to bed by half-time, and then all of a sudden, with 10 minutes to go before half-time, they just took their foot off the gas completely, and then, you know, all sorts of stuff went wrong. Like, for you, I've seen a lot of people criticising Ten Hag's subs. I think his hands were tied, pretty much. Um, obviously, they had a few injuries, which you can't do much about. Two home goals. Was it bad luck? Was it bad management? Was it bad play? Was it just a combination? Was it the mentality? All of, all, 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 all of the but I don't think that the, the substitutions were were a factor. You don't, you don't. Uh, can't do anything about the subs, mate. You have no, to bring Martial off. Anything about Martinez turning on the ball, running away with the ball with no one around him, and, and pop. Yeah, looks like, well, looks, like, looks like an Achilles. So, so they've said um, this morning. The uh, this Argentine journalist said that they don't think they've ruled out the Achilles basically and they said that it's more likely to be his fifth metatarsal I think which is obviously still like a six week seven week um, yeah, that's not that's not that in months, it? It? yeah like oh. when when you're talking about Achilles you're talking about United would have had to probably sign another defender to replace him because he'd be out for so long so I mean six weeks you can cope with um interestingly just very quickly when United play Brighton a week Saturday or Sunday in the FA Cup semi-final. That's season moment, over for him, though, isn't it, Martin? Is it season over for him? Yeah, I mean, I think there's a possibility he could be back for like the no, Euro we've seen this, final. We've seen, but... we've seen all this rubbish before, mate. We've seen it all before with with Rooney, Rooney with, with David Beckham. They're not playing in six weeks. They, they shouldn't rush him either. Look, no, they're not but, playing in six weeks. That's him over finish. Yeah, the biggest worry, I think, at the moment, as it stands, is that. FA Cup final, uh, FA Cup semi-final against Brighton a week tomorrow uh, or a week Sunday. Uh, the only fit centre-back they've got or because uh, Harry Maguire is suspended for the FA Cup is only Victor Lindelof. So, look, if they get, if Luke Shaw comes back at the weekend, which Ten Hag has said there's a possibility, I think you can put him alongside Varane or Lindelof and I think most United fans would be happy with that. Maguire more than happy with that. We've seen how, how well he played there. So yeah, look, mate, I, I, that balance like Martinez does because he's left footed. So yeah, yeah. The thing with Maguire, mate, is not look. I get that he's England captain, blah blah blah. The problem for me with him is he makes everybody around him nervous. Even Casemiro looks a different player. He looks more apprehensive when Maguire's on the pitch. And even if you take all that, De Gea looks more nervous. That. Um, Wambasaka looks, they all just look on edge when Maguire's in there. And also, what he does is when the opposition press as a group, he's so slow with the passing and the transition through the midfield that it put, they 
quite often get caught on the ball or they don't use it properly. Whereas when it's Varane, Martinez, Wambasaka, they move it so quick and they're mm. through that press. And then Bruno or Casemiro is looking forward for the runners. And I think that's a, the way Ten Hag's teams play. If you're slow in that initial transition from the press, you get caught. You're you're under so much pressure, um, and it's it's a problem. However, we, however you look at it, yeah. Listen, I think we've seen it now. You know, he's probably his third, fourth choice for uh, centre half, but he's still a good third or fourth <laughs> choice centre half. Um, but at the minute we've got injuries, so it's next man up, and, and he's the captain of the club. Uh, and um, I still think he'll do a good job. I still think he'll, he'll be okay if Shaw is next to him. I think that'll kind of help him. Yeah, I I do agree with that. But, um, but he opened yeah. he's opened his mouth a lot lately. Um, he's had a lot to say for himself, Harry Maguire, which I don't think has helped him because he's said coming out with things like I've got nothing to prove and. And I think that rubs fans up the wrong way because he's been pretty bad for the most well, part of the last year. Yeah, so uh, it's yeah, just, it's, it's one of them things. Himself, which you, which you, what, what, what do you want him to do? Just be a punch bag? No, no. But, but I think, but he has got something to prove, hasn't he? Like he's been poor for United for over a year, really. And that's why for, for two years, but you know, it all started from when that Greece stuff happened. So, yes. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, it's just you know, part and parcel being at Manchester United, you have to deal with these kind of pressures. Uh, yeah. he'll know that now by being Manchester United captain, so just comes with the territory, suck it up. Yeah, and also he's you know he's got a chance to to maybe shut some of those haters up and and prove a point. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Shove it right up the, the throat. Go on now and uh, go on and win the Europa and try and win the FA Cup. Indeed, um, which would you... which will be difficult because somewhere along the line we're going to come across City. So if we yeah. get past Brighton, I think um, when as soon as they conceded, as soon as United conceded that first goal. You saw that that mentality from last year in defence, the panic and the nervousness was back instantly, wasn't it? And I'd argue maybe even when Martinez went off, it yeah, happened. Yes, but they've made a few changes, and you you you, you know as well as well, if you're playing a football game and you, you two 0 up and you're close and suddenly someone scores, that's a lifeline. Goals change games. Yeah, changes the momentum. Eight by Malasia. It's a deflection. Blah, blah, blah. Remember, they've not still they've not scored. Yeah. So well, even though we're against them, they've still not scored. We've scored four goals. And luckily, two of them are own goals. Yeah. But so I won't be too, you know, over the okay. over the top. We, we, we should, it should have been three or four nil. Like two minutes before it, Vegas, all he's got to do is pass it to Alang and he's got to tap it. Yeah, well, he even even when he laid it off, he laid it off to uh, Malasia and Ericsson yeah, was right there. I feel it. Go score yourself. He's like, then you're passing it to a left back who's like on the edge of the box. It was a strange decision. That, like, you know, any other nine, Rashford, Marshall, they're backing it and they're scoring themselves there. But, you know, yeah, that's what's what happens. Sliding door moment in a game. You go on, you win that, you win, you win comfortably 3 0. You miss it. They go on the other end of the score, a lucky own goal, changes the game, boom, two or you sat in the change room going, What the fuck happened there? Yeah, they must have been wondering what the hell had happened because yeah. they were so so dominant in that first half. Yeah, what been... what did United do well, mate? Like, because I know I know you were impressed by the first sort of half hour at least. Like what you know, what did they do well? And the, 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 the play, you know, Bruno Sabitza and Casemiro worked. Um so, who and, said and, that? Yeah, pardon. I said who was who was saying about that trio? I forget. Yeah, I said it a couple of yeah. weeks ago. I bet you did. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they, they were playing well, and it's, they scored two good goals. And they just need to. Well, they shouldn't really need to score that third, but the third one would have killed the game. Just killed the game totally because I don't think that they can score four goals against us and keep us keep a clean no. sheet. 
Even I just thought three. If they took it to three nil, I thought that would have killed Seville. I thought Seville defensively yeah. were absolutely shambolic. Um, like I tell you, what I thought so. I thought so I thought Martial was very good for an hour. I thought Sabitza was excellent. I thought Anthony was phenomenal. I got to say, and do you know what he did last night, which made him go from decent performance to great. Is oh, he's, you know what's he's happening now? What's happening now? Yeah, but what's happening now with Anthony? What you should, should be seeing with a Manchester player is consistency. Yeah, but you've got to give him time. He's only just come in, but because of the price tag, people want it. You know, they want it yeah. straight away. But you're exactly. starting to see that kind of consistent performance now, and uh, that's what you want to see. You just hope that, that Sancho can follow him now. Sancho just looks like he's lacking a bit of confidence. Like he's getting making good runs. His transitions are pretty good, but then when he gets in that like position where you want him to either drive on or play the through ball, he's like second guessing it just for a split second, yeah. Yeah. and then the chance is gone. Whereas like Martial was so quick with his feet a few times, it's a bit of a same. I don't agree. I just think he's he's not he's not as brave as Anthony. Uh, what is that? That's confidence or whatever. But it is confidence. I agree. Yeah. Told him if he's getting in positions, I'm saying drive, go for it, go yeah. for it, and he stops and comes back. He's like. Urgh. But you know, if that's Rashford, he's going in between them and try, you know, try something. It might not come off, but try it. Don't go back. You're you're a Manchester United winger. Express yourself. But uh, you know that that'll come. That'll come hopefully with, with confidence because you can see it's there when he's running. He's got good feet. He can go either way. So uh, yeah, just need to show it. Do you know when it's coming on? I thought. Like Mark, the way Manchester United play when Martial is up front compared to Weghorst or anyone else is so different and it's so fluid that you're almost looking at it thinking if they could keep him fit, they don't even necessarily need to sign a hundred million pound striker. They need another striker, of course they do, but they don't necessarily they wouldn't necessarily need to, to buy like a hundred million striker. They just cannot keep him fit. I still think, imagine if, if we did have the 100 uh, pound striker and had him on the bench, you know, yes. playing, coming on, playing. Uh, so we do need him because he's he's unreliable. You can't well, rely on him. We've had him, for five years. So we've had him for five years. I know. But even, even his performances in this last two or three games since he's come back, to me... We've seen that before. It's seen yeah, but wouldn't you say, like, as long as they sign a Harry Kane or whoever they sign... Would you still I'd keep him as a as oh, a you can still play him both? You see how Marshall's clever enough to drop off and yeah. play in Spitzer. That they was the next question I was gonna say to you. They was, both can do that, so you can play in both sometimes. Mm. But sometimes you you you'll want to play the one and, and not the other. But you if you got a real attacking, bum both on. Yeah, and I think um like the one thing which it kind of surprised me a little bit, but was like Martial did come very deep. But it worked because he had runners going beyond him. If he comes deep and you've got Fred there, who only goes as far as like the defensive line, you need midfielders to break the defensive lines for that to work. And Sabitza, I thought, was really good at that. Just strong runs through. His finishing was good. Um, yeah, Malassia, I thought, had his worst game for United. But that's, you know, he's young. Just made... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline couple of errors. I heard De Gea telling him how, to clear that how, ball. I was thinking Carlos. about this last night. How wrong was I there when we were talking about him? Because when he first came in, he looked really good. But he just seems to have just gone off a cliff, man. But, you know, I heard De Gea telling him to clear that ball from bloody Cardiff, mate. You could hear him screaming, get it away, get it away. And he just lets it run. And then... Yes, you know, yes I, it's not like uh, Cardiff. There's like 18,000, 73,000. Well, yeah, but if the camera's picking it, if the microphone's picking it up and the camera's picking it up, come on. He, he must have heard it. Must have. But He's I like suppose there, there's arguments, I suppose. These days are very good. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. Um, 
He's, he's, he's just panicked, hasn't he? He's just, yeah, what, yeah. He's just clear it. You should just clear the ball. Yeah. But he's just trying to be clever. Let it you run know. out. And ah, waste I'll a bit of time. If he tries that again, is it going to hit him, hit the game, go in? Probably not. No. Um, no. The other thing I was going to ask you about was Man City, obviously, we'll talk about the Bayern game now. I thought they were outstanding. To, to beat a team of Bayern's stature and, and level that easily was impressive. Look, Bayern... I think they've really dropped the bollock by sacking the manager because it's clearly caused a bit of a... There's going to be players in that squad who liked that manager and are a bit... And they were, you know, they were top of the league. They were doing well in the Champions League, beating everyone. And then the manager just suddenly gets sacked. It's going to be disruptive, no matter how professional the players are. And the way Man City swept them aside was... Very impressed. I was the most impressed I've been with a Manchester City performance in Europe for, for God knows how long. Um, are you, as a United fan, worried that Man City will do the treble? Because I think they're in pole position for the Premier League now because they've got a game in hand and they've got to play Arsenal and they're three points behind. Um, am I am I worried? Um... Or would you be gutted if they matched United's achievement and won that Champions League? Oh, no, 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 not at all. They've, they've done it. They've earned it. Yeah. Okay. Very mature, mate. I like that. Um, and it's right, isn't it? No, yeah, of course it is. You don't win a treble uh, like that by fluke, do you? No. no. Our, our, our role to the treble was, will never be repeated. Mm. That, that semi final. The uh, uh, Juventus one. No, the, no, the Arsenal one. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. The FA Cup. The, Ars- the Arsenal one, the semi- and that semi-final. At Juventus, to go 2-0 down in the first 20 minutes with that team, Zidane, Del Pierre, just go, mm. go on and on. Yeah, it's And to Inzaghi, and to turn it round and, and beat him 3-2. Incredible. Uh, yeah. Um, Unbelievable. That team, mate, that team was the team yeah. to be. They were the team, Juventus. At that time, they were the team. Italy were the powerhouses of the league. Leagues they had all the money. And they were the teams. AC Milan, Juventus. Yeah. Do you agree with my assessment that uh, that Man City are in pole position now for the FA Cup? Uh, no, sorry, yeah. not the FA Cup. The, well, the FA Cup, yeah, but the, the league, I meant. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they've got yeah. a game in hand, they're three points yeah. behind. Yeah. Have you seen the fixtures they've got? They've got they've got City, Newcastle, or Chelsea and Newcastle. They're the three games in a row they've got. So you know, and 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 the Newcastle one is away. So it's gonna be interesting. Like on paper, with a game in hand and being three points behind, because they've got to play Arsenal. You'd expect City to go on and win from there, I think. But they got, you know, tough games. And... City, who said City win the league when they're 12 points down? Who, who was it? Yeah, I think it was you, mate. Yeah, fair. Oh. Yeah, look, credit where it's due. I think we both kind of hinted at it. Like, um, and look. So, so bits of Casemiro uh, and Fernandez. Uh, off, you're taking credit for the Sabitzer one. I, that was all me, that was. Oh, okay, Not right. having that at all. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> the. Um, I think how like how put into words like in terms of a performance in Europe like how good was Man City versus Bayern like Bayern Munich are a top 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 side yeah yeah, yeah. when you when you dismantle a top side like that uh, yeah take notice don't they yeah fuck yeah um. Liverpool have pulled out of the Jude Bellingham deal supposedly and the skin aren't they the, look, but this is um can't afford go to go to talk with the big boys but liverpool fans often tell me that they don't spend loads on wages and they've just announced like a 700 and whatever it was million profit so why haven't they got any money have you seen Anfield? it's a it's an absolute shithole but it's always full isn't it like there's no more probably iconic ground than, than Anfield, um, but the surrounding areas 
bad at the minute, mate. Bad. Yeah, some like some places in Manchester are, are bad, but uh, you know it's tough times for people. And Anfield's yeah. one of the places that's probably been it hard around the surrounding area. Mm. But no, the Anfield, the, the, the ground, um, just no, just I don't, I don't know because they are the second biggest team in in England. There's no mm. doubt about that in my mind. No. Um, so, yeah. You'd, you'd think that they'd be able to match uh, the might of Manchester United, but obviously not. <laughs> we'll see. Because they, there's, they level, also... there's levels to this game, side. There's oh, levels. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, but, we, but they also said when they signed, just before they signed Alisson and a few others, that they were pulling out. And, you know, it can be mind games. <laughs> so you're talking about for being 80 odd million for, for what? This. this Gasapo, or whatever they just paid for him. Yeah, 80 odd million for, for, for Nunes, 80 odd million for Van Dyke. So, you know, they're not, not, not sure. No. What about um, yeah, that Arsenal Liverpool game, mate? Was that a good comeback by Liverpool or was that Arsenal feeling the pressure? Because I thought Arsenal made a few schoolboy errors in that game. There was Bit a point off. they put, because they brought it up in the um, in the Sky commentary, Xhaka um, went and started having a poke at Trent Alexander. I think it was. It was yeah, needless. Awful. It was there was nothing in it, but it awful. riled everyone up. Yeah, didn't need to no. wake them up. Didn't need no. to wake because they were so no. quiet. They were two 0 down. Arsenal were dominating. That's what it takes. That's what it takes. The tackle. Uh, someone winds a, a Liverpool player up, and the crowd don't like it, and it gets the back up, and then they get behind the team. The team we've seen it. Many, many, many times, when the when when, you, when you're in the change room, let's get an early goal. Let's keep the crowd quiet, and then something happens. Oh fuck! And then you no, know, then a goal happens. So it's, a, it's only a bit of both. They've, um, they've they've got a goal back, and they felt a little bit of pressure. But like you said, they've not been in this position before. This is why people are packing managed to say because they've been in this position before, and they can see a season out by just going winning every game now. Yeah, we've seen it two years on the bounce. So, why would it not happen a third time? And they're arguably stronger with a with a gate geezer up front who scores forty goals already. Yeah. Well, even their backup striker, who's backup, a World Cup winner, hundred million pound player, he's starting to roll now. Uh, so, uh, De Bruyne is on on song and by far the best midfielder when on song. So, yeah. Yes, yeah, um, even Jack Grealish, mate. You got to give credit where it's due. He's that's why, that's very why million pound players on a roll now, but you obviously missed that. I thought you were on about um, Haaland. I apologise. He, he, he was only eight. He, he is hundred million pound striker. When he yeah, he's, he, he's not. He is, but factually, factually, yeah, yeah. He's only one hundred million pound player at City side. Come on, we're only dealing with facts in this. In well, this the, is in podcast nation facts. This, Come on, this is this is what this is what you're here for. It's the facts. Yeah. I'm here for the hosting. Um, so going back to Bayern, mate. Um, like I said, I feel like the managerial situation has disrupted them. But also, Thomas Tuchel seems to attract, like, um, he's not he doesn't attract like a calmness. So you've had um, Mane is now suspended by the club because he punched. Um, oh, was it? who did he punch? Uh, the Sane, yes, yeah, yeah. So they've they had words on the pitch, but after one of the goals, um, this is not even a big thing. This is Sky Sports blowing it up. Told you this happened in my change room like six weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. a big punch up. It happens sometimes. You shake hands and you move yeah. on. Not everyone's going to be best friends. I used to say it all the time when I used to go to these football. When I used to join these teams, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to win football matches. If I do make friends, then great. But that's not what I'm here for. But listen, I respect you as a, as a teammate, and, and we'll be, and I'll do everything I can for the team. But I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to win football matches. So if I say something you don't like on a football pitch, don't take it personally. Just because I want to win the football game. Yeah. Oh, I thought we were mates. So if we were mates, I'd be able to say that kind of stuff. You'd be able to take it on board. Yeah. All. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you're more likely to be even more brutally honest with someone who you're friendly with, I would have thought. Exactly. Mane's a big blow for him. If he's, I don't know how long they, I, I'm trying to see how long they've suspended him for, but 
Looks like he's going to miss the second leg at least. He's a, that's a blow. He's a good. He's really good footballer. Look at the damage he's done from Liverpool since he's left. Liverpool have not been the same without him. Um, do you think there's any way back for Bayern, Mid? Any way back? Three nil. Yeah, three nil. But it's in Germany. Early, early goal. City get a match, but still, no, not free, not free, not with that team. No, who's um? Oh, Bayern Munich got to win four nil. Do you really think that's going to happen? Yeah, and you can't see City get beat four nil. You can't see City um not scoring either, can you? Like. Haaland no. will get a chance no. or, or someone. Who plays at centre-back for Man City? Um, or who plays in defence? Ake? Diaz and John, Sto- Diaz and John Stones. Ake left-back. So, like, I'm not John Stones' biggest fan, but I think he's been very good this season. He's been very consistent very, for City. Very, very and, um, but he has got a mistake in him when the pressure's on. So, like, if Bayern can get an early goal, I agree with you. I do think Everyone's they got a mistake in him when they put the pressure on him. That's, that's why they put pressure on him. Yeah, I, I could I, I could see it being closer than what, you know, what it should be. But ultimately, I think if you're giving a team like Man City a 3-0 head start, yeah, over. and that's what it comes down to, you're not going to come back from that. It's over. Leslie, Leslie will be happy. Middlesbrough won the look. Uh, yeah, he's also, him and uh, Michael Carrick and Kieran McKenna up for EFL Manager of the Year. Yeah, it's going to be 20 quid, though. Must be in the post. Who's that? Leslie? And we had a bet last week, twenty pound. Yeah, who won? Yeah, who do you think won? Who do you think won? Who's right? Well, if I was guessing, I'd say you, mate. Judging by the, the confidence on you. Um, you Burnley, mate. Don't worry about it. You keep your twenty pound. <laughs> I'll, I'll send you. What's your bank details, with me? Leave it. <laughs> don't want to be giving your bank details out, mate. Yeah, no. <laughs> um. Let's talk about the championship. Burnley promoted. Don't think that's any massive surprise to anyone. Luton making a late run for the automatic spot up to third. Is it too late? Too little? Too late for them? We're only a few games left. This five last year, yeah, five points behind Sheffield United. There, Sheffield United got a game in hand though. You never, you never know, mate. You never know. We said this last year. What did we say? Oh, you know, they may lack experience. Now they've got experience. Yeah, they came from behind against Blackpool to win. They, um, they got such a good team spirit as well. Luton have. They're very, very difficult to beat. That was and a good result for Cardiff, wasn't it? The others feel one. Which one? The first one. They lost to Sunderland after it would. They were yeah. So they were excellent on the weekend. Like at best, they played for fucking months. Really good going forward. Everything would looked really good, solid. And then Sunderland was painful. Um, but look, Sunderland have been pretty consistent all season. They've been good at home, haven't they? Yeah, and I think it was a difficult game. If we could have got a draw, then it would have been well, great. No, you, you got to think quite, mate. You had a good game Saturday. You, you have one day rest, then you train, then you travel up. Well, they probably travel up on the night. It's a long way to probably recovery. Uh, well, yeah, they went and travelled to Blackpool, back to Cardiff, and then to Sunderland. So it's two long trips, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I wish yeah. I knew that. I would have had a bet on a lot of goals for some. <laughs> what score was it? It was only one 0 Sunderland. Oh, well. <laughs> there you go. You'd have lost that. You lost well, that, that, that's, that's not a bad result, then, really. No, he was unfortunate. If they could have just got a draw, four points for most two games would have been massive, but. This is why. Yeah, Alps, Alps on this field drew, wasn't it? Because they were yeah. they were still up at one point, weren't they? Flying. Well, this is why that Rotherham game getting abandoned again when Cardiff were one 0 up is an absolute farce. Because if that with that if Cardiff had won that game, it would have dragged Huddersfield right back into it, and Cardiff would have been you know comfortable. Like so, it's a bit frustrating because that game now won't get played till the end and stuff. Like, there's no ways around it. Cardiff are in trouble. I think the only thing which works in our favour is QPI, who are just above them, a point above them. I haven't won for five games. <clears throat> I've only got one point from the last five. And Reading, Blackpool and Wigan all look worse than us. So there's four teams who are in either worse form or just generally worse. So hopefully that'll be enough. But it's going to be tricky, mate. They've got to make sure they don't slip up 
Um, it's going to be really, really interesting end. And you know what the championship's like, mate. Anyone could be anyone on the day. And if you're not at it, you get done. It's simple as that. Like, if you're not, if you haven't got the right mentality in these games in the championship, you get swept aside by any team in the league, whether it's the Wigan at the bottom or Burnley at the top. If you haven't got the right attitude on any given game, you'll lose. Um, I thought you were going to say on any given Sunday. And I thought, you yeah, know, yeah. Right, yeah. Right, get, right. The, get, get the cliches out. Um, right, come on. The, um, tell you what, it was very impressive for Cardiff Mind on the Saturday um, was Connor Wickham. And after the week he died, I think he owed, well, he certainly well, felt. Seeing him playing, I thought, what the fuck is he? He looks like, he looked like uh, an, an adult playing in kids' football. Where was he? <laughs> Forest Green? Where was he before that? Yeah, Forest Green. Yeah, so I was watching him play for Forest Green and I watched it come on. It looked like a child, a, a man playing in a child's game. He was just head above everyone. And I thought, what's he doing there? That's a weird one. But I tell you what, though, fair play to the manager because when, so on the, I think it was the Tuesday, or it was the Monday, like after the weekend's game, he posted on his own Instagram a video of him in a car doing laughing gas blooms. And I said to my mate, I said, he's done they'll sack him or they'll, you know, they'll uh, Connor Wickham. I said, Cardiff won't play him for the rest of the season. Now he's done. And and the manager started him on Saturday or Friday, whenever it was, against Blackpool, which I was surprised by. But he was man of the match. He scored. He had an assist. He was excellent. All game. Like, run his, you know, run his nuts off. Um, so that was quite interesting because I think a lot of managers would have dropped him because you can't, you know, he, he might have dealt with it internally, mate. Yeah, yeah, no, I get he, that. And as, a, as a manager, you, you you deal with it internally, um, because you have to drop ultimately, ultimately you, you, you're cutting your nose with spite your face. Yeah, I mean, they signed him in January, or they signed him recently, didn't they? For January, whatever it was. Uh, oh, for a reason. The pitch. It's not. Is it? Is it? It's really, really bad. It's not a good luck, is it? But it's, it's not a good look, and, I, and I've never, I never get it. These balloons and these gas, don't get it. Just don't get it at all. But you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's a weird one, and it? it's um, look, managers had a blinder really with it. I think he's obviously dealt with because it. Because ultimately, his, his head's on the block, mate. So if he picks him and they have a bad game, then he's but he picks him, and so fair play to him. Yeah, and but, they look. They, they, they signed him for a reason, mate. They got no strikers, have they? Apart from him and Cabba. Oh, so it's great find that, mate. Because I was like I said, I was watching, I was thinking, you know, Forest Green, what's he doing there? But there you go. Um Frank Lampard's back at Chelsea. Well, it, was mate. Three, one. it was just one nil a minute ago. What's this going out? Oh three one. Breaking three, breaking news. Lissandro Martinez, Manchester United defender, is out for the season. With a fractured foot, uh, he's fractured a metatarsal bone. But you'd have taken that, mate, over an Achilles, which would have been oh, nine every day of the week, twice on Sunday. And that that um, that Achilles injury, there's no guarantee you come back the same player as well. So I well, think, well, 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 you do because I'm, I'm I'm living proof. Is that what you done? Ruptured your Achilles? Yeah, it's painful. Well, I, did it, it? I did it at the end of May. I did it at the end of May. Of course you did. You were in that stupid boot, weren't you? Yeah, and I've just played my first game last Sunday, on the 2nd of April, my birthday. So that's so pretty, mu- pretty much a year. to play. Yeah, like, that's a, it's, is that the most painful injury you've ever had? Oh, but I've never really had an injury. I've, had, I've done my metatarsal twice. I've done it first time. I never recovered from it and did the same one again. So I had to... Stay out a bit longer, and then what else have I done? Uh, oh, I did me, uh, me, me ankle ligaments, but that was in volleyball, it was in Kirkham. <laughs> we got, they said, We can't get you an ambulance, can we send you in a taxi? Went, what? Mm-hmm. All right, sweet. <coughs> sent me in a taxi to, to, the, hosp- uh, to the hospital. <laughs> um- so peace, uh, the, the certain office will be over about about ten o'clock. Went, yeah, no problem. I'm not going there. <laughs> what um, 
What do you make of Anthony Gordon, mate? Um, obviously signed for Newcastle for, what was it, 50 million? Has had a bust up with Eddie Howe on the weekend after he got brought off in stoppage time. Um, he had come on as a sub at half time and then he got brought off in stoppage time. But he looked like he was injured. He had gone down. So they brought him off and he went pretty nuts. Like he was screaming and shouting at the manager. It's an embarrassing one. As a man, as a person, you know, he did to Phil Folder recently for England. Yeah. And I think if that happened to me, then I'd be pissed. I mean, pissed. Why can't you take someone, off, someone else off? I can do the job. Is just a, no, it's just, yeah, I'd be pissed. Understanding it. Uh, it happened to Ganacho, didn't it? Just uh, earlier yeah, this season, you've been pissed, mate. No one wants to be sub subbed. Come yeah. on, but in fairness to Eddie Howe, he went down and it looked like he had got a knock, so they brought him off. Yeah, you know, so told, not, uh, don't go down. Yeah, that's it, mate. But, um, yeah, you I don't think you could be behaving like that towards your manager to me, I think. You've got to rein it in, do it behind closed doors. You know, if you've got a problem with it, go see the manager in the changing room after. Don't do it on the touchline where that becomes the story, especially when, you know, Newcastle are chasing top four. They're in with a really good chance. They're in really good form. They don't want distractions like that at this point now, do they? Because like we were just saying about teams being used to it and having experience of the running, Newcastle, these players haven't really got experience of, the pressure of trying to get to the top four, the end of the season and stuff like that. Quite often they're, you know, fighting relegation or not playing for anything. So I think, you know, it's a distraction which they don't need, I think, is basically what I'm saying. The manager uh, seems to have deal every, deal, dealed with everything well so far, so I'm sure he'll yeah. deal with this one pretty well I, as well. I've been really, really one, impressed with new player, uh, well, 40 million quid. No, it's a lot of money. 50. Yeah. 50. Eddie, Was it 50 million quid? 50 million quid. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Million. And obviously, he's had, like, people criticised him for uh, Anthony Gordon for the way he left Everton. But I think the reason, one of the reasons he lost his, his way a little bit at Everton was because he, he, when he was driving out the grounds, the fans surrounded his vehicle and were like giving him loads of shit like a couple of times it happened and I think for a local boy that hits deep and I think after that he was like refusing to train which is obviously not the way to go but I don't know I I, I stuck up for him at the time when people were giving him grief calling him un, unprofessional and stuff like because when you're getting, stopped, think, when you're getting stopped in the street and threatened yeah then you know uh and I think the club have got a, um, particularly to young players, have got a responsibility to make sure that they can safely leave the ground without being harassed and stuff like that. So, you know, I could see why he might have been a bit pissed off. But I'll tell you something, no mate, Everton are banging trouble. Level on points with Forest at so at 17th place. Their um, their next few games are tough, and I think they are banging trouble. Their next three games are Fulham, Crystal Palace. Newcastle, and then they play Leicester. So they don't yeah, get good. Res- they don't get good results from that, mate. They're in trouble. Like they'll be in the bottom three. They'll, they'll be all right, mate. They'll be all right. Sean Dice, they'll be all right. You think? Yeah. Because I was not very impressed with the way they lined up and performed against United. They were all over the shop. But yeah, it was they weird. Were, they, they, they were, but um, no. I still so, think they'll be all right. You're a for flying, mate. You're a coach, right? Talk to me about Everton against United, right? Everton lined up and tactically were moving as if they were set up to press. They had a high line, they had the you know, everything was set up for the press, but they just didn't press. So all they left left with was just a high line for United to get in behind. I didn't understand the tactics. So, like, what do you think? Well, obviously, it was a mix up. It's obviously a mix-up. They didn't understand what they were doing. That's why they changed at half-time. So you just think that there was some sort of miscommunication between the Yeah, just needs more work, whatever they were trying to do. Not Mm -hmm. had enough time to to do what they were trying to do because they were all over the place. Yeah, they were shambolic, mate, weren't they? They were better in the second half. but They should have been like three or four. Yeah. 
And again, like another reason why United have got to get Martial fit is because they the need... Ruben Nistelrooy playing that that scene. Would have been four, five, both games, wouldn't it? Mm. And but, oh, someone asked me to put this question to you, um, just while I remember. David De Gea, mate, right? Um, there's a lot of people talking about his distribution, which I think actually, uh, ironically, has improved massively this season, um, saying that he's not that good a keeper, shot stopper. That doesn't count as much as his distribution. The way Ten Hag wants to play, he has to replace him. So my opinion is that at the moment, he replacing De Gea is not, at the top of the list of things United need to do. They need a striker, they need a midfielder, and they'll need a centre-half when Maguire goes, among other things. Like, to me, the keeper's not the the pressing thing. They've got Heaton as backup, get Butland or whoever. And, you know, De Gea's a great goalkeeper in the traditional sense. Yes, maybe his distribution sometimes is a bit nervy, but overall, I think it's improved. But... Where do you stand? You know, you're a United fan, you're a, a coach yourself. Like, do you think Ten Hag's going to look to replace him this year or will he just try and bring someone else in to put pressure on him? I would try and keep him for another... How old are they? Two or three years? Try and get three years. What? 30, I reckon. I'm going to have a look now. I'd try and keep him for two, another two or three years and try and bring someone in. Who, who's gonna take over him? So at the minute, at the minute, he's still, he's still quality. Well, mate, he kept kept you in that game in the end last night. Yeah, like exactly. that save just after the second. He's thirty-two, but yeah, you know, so he's, he's got, got he's got at least five years left, at yeah. least. And the other thing is, is like I saw a lot of people saying that um, the Brentford keeper Raya, who obviously keeps him out of the Spanish side, I think is. Um, is available in the summer for like three million or something. But like I if you're gonna keep De Gea, I think they probably should be looking at trying to get a younger keeper in, maybe, you know, like early twenties, mid twenties, who's someone who can kind of build and put a bit of pressure on him and can come in and do a job. Hey, also, a Take that Raya for thirty million. It's not a lot of money, is it? No. He's a he's a good he is a good goalkeeper. And then you've got two quality keepers. But I just don't think that the goalkeepers is should be like the, you know, like the top of the list of priorities for United. Like there's the other things that need to be addressed oh, yeah. way, yeah. way, no, way I, before that. No, I agree. That's why you just why why got the boat. You've got Jack Butler who's very good, Tom Leighton that's very good, and you've got David De Gea who's a more than capable number one who's who's proved it over the years. How many? Um, how much damage do you think the United sale thing dragging on is doing to their transfer plans in the summer? It's not helping. Because really, I would imagine the manager is going to want you know people like like I think the Harry Kane one is going to drag on no matter what because of Daniel Levy, unless they can sweeten the pot with like a Maguire or a Martial or someone. So Tottenham want to do it quicker. I just think Tottenham will drag it out when they because they'll want to get as much money as possible. But the other signings, Ten Hag's going to want them in by as early as possible, get them on the tour, etc. And if you don't know who the owners are going to be, you don't know what your budget is, which means you can't properly plan because they're going to have three. I would have thought they'll have like three lists. They'll have a list of players who they will want to sign if the Glazers are still there, which is going to be more, you know, budget players. They'll have a list of players who, if Sir Jim Ratcliffe's there, who's going to be like a bit of in-between, bit of money, but maybe not, you know, 100 million on a striker or whatever. And then they're going to have the, the Qatari list, which is going to be more like, you know, Harry Kane, Jude Bellingham, these types of players. But it's difficult to plan, isn't it? Because you can't even, you know, give those targets to anyone because... No, not- no I totally agree. Um no, because now you're planning for next year. Now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or at least targets and be ready to go. But, yeah, it's not helping. Um, Gaz says, Rodri, if you could only sign Harry Kane or Jude Bellingham, which one would you take? 
Who said that? Gaz. West Ham Gaz. Gaz, that is a very, very good question. I know the answer. Yeah, you'd say Drew Bellingham, but... Um, for the, um, just purely for the age thing, mate. Um, I also think that Birmingham fits perfectly into what United are building within that midfield. But simply the age of Birmingham, you're going to get 10 years out of him. Yeah, but what do we need more? Yeah, but you could sign Birmingham for whatever it'll be, 120. And there's other strikers who you could sign who, may, all right, they might not be Harry Kane, but there are other strikers around who can perform at a high level, who yeah, wouldn't, cost, yeah. wouldn't cost 100 million. Yeah. I'm not saying they would be as good as, you know, Harry Kane or Osterman or whoever, but there are other strikers. You and Ferguson at Brighton for one shout. Ivan Tony, another shout. Um, and Ferguson. Yeah, he's going to be playing 18 years of age for Brighton. That yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. If I, well, if I was United or Liverpool or anyone, I'd be trying to get him tied down this summer even if you've got to say keep him for another six months or a year just to get it done because I think he's going to cost big bucks next year. Um, and look, United, really, if you were being blatantly honest, mate, I think you need two strikers, didn't you? Like, Vegas well, is gone. No, if you keep Marshall. Well, but then you still only got two out-and-out strikers. I suppose Rashford. Well, probably. Rashford, play there. And there's still a question mark over Mason Greenwood. Um, and look, I don't want to get into all that shit again because it's, I feel like we've just got. Yeah, we've already been through it. He will play for United next year. There's no doubt in my mind. Well, mate, if he had played, like, if he played last night, if he played for the last few months for United, he'd have bagged a shitload of goals playing through the middle. So, and you know, just from a purely football point of view, I could see them bringing him back. It's going to rile people up. Some people will agree. Some people will disagree. As a purely from a football point of view, like on based on his football ability, especially if United haven't got much money, why wouldn't you bring him back? Just a top quality young footballer who's already proven he can do it. Would, 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 would as a club lose some fans? Probably. Would they lose money from it where you can feel it affect it? No. Do you think? What about sponsors and stuff like that? Attendance at Old Trafford. No. Mm. Uh, Yeah. So. What about sponsors? The female team. What about if there's players within the squad who don't want him back? What's your What's your agreement? Yeah, but would you hear the tape? Yeah, but what's your agreement? It's been taken to the police, and the police have dealt with it, and it's been dealt with. In no mm. charge. What's what 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 do you want what do you want to do now? To not be able to work, do you want to just sit in a bedroom yeah. or in a room for the rest of his life? Or do you want him to learn and to hopefully educate the kid and, and get him doing what he's good at? Or just punish him for life. Yeah. For being a, for being a, a thoughtless dickhead. Or you try and educate this kid. What do we do? This is it, isn't it? And it, this is it's like a it's like a never-ending thing, isn't it? Because you'll have people on one side, people on the other side, people. Yeah, on you've, got, you've got to respect that the equal each side. Yeah, but, I, and that's the thing. I can I can see it from both sides. Yeah, no, I can. Well. And I think look through no fault of United, by the way, but they're in a, a, a no-win situation in in many ways because whatever they decide, they will get criticised. And it's just the way it is. Um, what are we looking at time-wise? Yeah, let's do some predictions, mate, for next week. Um, oh, just lastly on United, mate. Obviously, Varane's injured, Shaw's injured. I think Shaw might be back on the weekend. But you've got Varane out, Martinez out, Shaw out. Um, Bruno's suspended for the second leg of the Europa. Um, obviously, Rashford is out at least till next Thursday. How much of an impact will those injuries have on them? Ganacho is still out as well. Say that again. Like, how much of an impact will all those injuries have on United? Is it like season over, panic stations, like I've seen some people saying? Or is it just a case of just got to stick together and do a job in some positions? 
Yeah, there's yeah, it's some like Martinez is a blow, but Shaw will be back soon. Varane didn't look like he was, you know, he carried on, and then they brought him off at half time. So if you can carry on, it's not that bad of an injury. It's probably a precaution. You know, the two 0 up, so they brought Maguire on. Standard. So I still think Varane will play on the weekend, or maybe not. If they can get Varane, fit for the next game for Sevilla. What? If they can get Varane and Shaw playing at centre back. I think United is still solid at the, in the central yeah. area. And I so, think also Malassia is good enough. But if Malassia is still struggling, you can play Dallow on the left and wan on the right. And that defence, I think, is good enough to see the season out, get top four, hope, you know, and from your point of view, hopefully pick up a trophy. But they do look a bit thin in the forward positions. Like, you know, you've got Sancho, you've got Anthony, you've got Martial. But with Rashford out and Ganacho out, they're like their next choice is basically Weghorst and Polistri. Polistri's young and he's a bit inconsistent. So I think, you know, if they were to pick up another injury up there, they might be in a bit of a bit of bother. Um Bruno playing deep as well, by the way. Whew. He's a player, he is. A real player. When's Ganacho back? Pass. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. He seems to be out for ages. Um, well, Ericsson's back's a bit a big, big lift. Yeah, that's that's a big. It's uh, coming on now. You've got Casemiro back, so there's your midfield three. Yeah, I mean that's the straight away for oh, Seville. Oh, no, game, but, but, but for weekend, Bruno will be in it. But yes. for next week, that's your three. You're quite comfortable with that three. Will Rashford be back? Hopefully. I think he plays against Seville. If, I do. If, if not. You've still got Marshall, Anthony, and Sancho, which is more than adequate. You know, if we need something else, then you know. But as a team, that is more than good enough. With Luke Shaw, Varane, Dallow, or oh, uh, I think Dallow could play on the left as well. Yeah, he's done it a few times, and he's done yeah, it quite so, well. Well, there's lots of there's still lots of options. I think Matomni will be back. Um, you've got that police straight who, who's very good, who looks exciting, quick feet, uh, one for the future. So, no, it's not all then. Red horse, you can come in and do a job. So, no, it's not all doom and gloom, but you still need some of these players back. Martinez is now gone, finished out of the way. But Maguire's right. gonna step up, mate. And for like, if it was me, he wouldn't be my selection to play, it would be Lindelof or Shaw, but. I think the manager will go with Maguire as the club captain. And he's got to step up, mate, ultimately, is what it comes down to. And he's got to step up. He's got to do his job. Um, the other thing, then, which I found quite interesting, which I found out yesterday, Sabitza has played quite a few games up front, plays up front for Austria now and again. And what, when you see the way he was running through on the end of those balls, could you see him do a job as a number nine instead of Weghorst if Martial needs a rest? Why would Weghorst need a rest? He's not doing anything. Um, no, no, if Martial needs a rest. Who could do it? Say that again. It's a bit up front, basically. Yes. He plays yeah. up front for... Yeah, uh, he yeah, could do that. But with what I've seen, but it's not ideal, but you could, you know, for, for a game... Those or, runs, mate. Those runs he was making yeah, last night. Yeah, but that's going from, from deep, mate. It's different when you're playing when you're back to goal and you're playing a nine. Yeah. It's totally different, so... But, yeah, he could do that false nine and, and still do what he's doing now. He's a big boy, isn't he, as well? So, I think he could hold... He's got good feet, so you could see him, you know, he could hold up the ball and stuff quite well. Um, I'm just uh, bringing up the... I can't think of the fucking word. Predictions. Jesus Christ. What was going on there? Um, so, we'll do our predictions now, mate. 
hopefully I can get back to form because it's been painful the last couple of weeks. Luckily, you haven't really taken proper advantage of it. But um, while I load that up, let's have a look at the... Because we know Leslie likes a Middlesbrough prediction and a car, we like a Cardiff prediction as well. So, um, fixtures, championship, let's go. Beyond sheep. So, we have got Middlesbrough 4-1 at half-time. Would you believe it? Magic. Right, Cardiff away to Sheffield United tomorrow lunchtime. How do you see that one going? You're muted, mate. You're muted, but uh, Cardiff are away at Sheffield United. Cardiff away to Sheffield United. Big game for Sheffield United as well. Uh, Cardiff away Sheff- two two nil Sheffield United. It's a difficult one. That it is a big, big, difficult game. That one, um, yeah. and then Middlesbrough are playing obviously now, so we can't do a prediction for them. Um, but they do play Rotherham. Oh no, never mind. Ignore me. Um, Tuesday games. Okay, sorry, Leslie. No Middlesbrough prediction. They play Hull on Wednesday. There you go. Middlesbrough Hull, mate. Give him a prediction because he'll only moan. Uh, who are you playing? Middlesbrough versus Hull. Oh, Middlesbrough. Easy. 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 And it's at home. So, predictions for the Premier League Super 6 predictors. Uh, we got Chelsea at home to Brighton. Brighton 2 1 for me. With Frankie Lampard in charge, Chelsea got no chance. 2-1 Brighton. 2-1 Chelsea. Oof. Spurs at home to Bournemouth. Spurs at home to Bournemouth. 3-1. Yeah, I've gone 2-1 Spurs, that one. Everton at home to Fulham. I've gone one all. 1-0 Fulham. 1-0 Everton. Oof. Uh, Man City at home to Leicester. I've gone with a 3 0. 5 1. A whooping. Hey, uh, all over. Oh, wait a it's Dean Smith in there now, he is, isn't he? In Leicester, yeah, I think he did, didn't he? Mm. Might uh, shore him up a little bit, but Man City's have been so good the last couple of weeks. What do you put? What did you put? Uh, 3 1. Uh, 3 0, Man City. 3 1. And then we got West Ham at home to Arsenal. Big game for Arsenal this one because they bottled it against Liverpool, I think. 1-1. One, one. Uh, I got 2-1 Arsenal. And then but finally... 2-0 Arsenal. 2-0. Arsenal. You change, changing your results around mine. Uh, United away at Nottingham Forest. Surely United have got to win that, mate, haven't they? Say again. United versus Forest. At Forest, surely United win. Yeah, three-one uh... United. Um, yeah, I've gone. What did I go? Two-nil United. Two-nil. So that's the predictions for this week. Um, we'll be back. Are we going to be? Uh, did you say you've got football training on a Thursday now every week? No, it's. It, yeah, Thursday, but and Friday, I do, but it's five till seven, so. So is it easier for you to do eight o'clock Friday or Thursday? Yeah, yeah, probably yeah. Um, right. I have to think about that because Friday's a pain in the ass. But we'll work it's, something out. We used to do it on Friday. We did used to, yeah, but we changed it because it was a night. I've just started this academy. It's Friday yeah. nights. Yeah. Friday night lights. I'm sure it'll be fine. Um, we'll be back oh, next week. This at eight o'clock now. What do you do on Friday night? I got to go and pick my son up from his girlfriend's now. Oh, is that it? Okay. Yeah. Well, this is a fucking like glorified taxi me. What? 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 What's wrong with the bus? Uh, normally, no. Normally, it's because I record in Elite Sleep Media in the 
afternoons on Fridays quite often. And then it's just trying right, to get so after back. You, you found there and getting lost. You, you... Yeah, well, you know what it's, you know what my geography is like, mate. It could, could take yeah. it took me an hour, it took, it took me nearly two hours to get home today because of the stuck in a fucking traffic jam. Oh. That done my nut all right in. I moved oh. like 50, 15 yards, I moved in like an hour. I was not oh, happy. Was not a happy camper, shall we say? Um, yeah, we'll be back next week. New series of my story dropping as well soon with uh, some quality guests, but and um, and of course, the big debate is out every week. Check them out if you like a bit of controversial conversations. But uh, until then, Rodri, as ever, mate, a pleasure. Laters, nice one, but Harry Maguire, man of the match on Sunday, you watch. Telling you now. Sports Social Podcast Network.